Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. And today I want to talk about what happens when you give the narcissist a taste of their own medicine. What happens when you mirror the narcissist and you do what they do? Will the narcissist change? Will the narcissist see that what they're doing is toxic? Well, no, okay? When you deal with a narcissist and you try to mirror them, in other words, let's say they start giving you the silent treatment, then you give them the silent treatment and everything like that. Depending on the narcissist, they think, you know, you're going to break and everything like that. And then when you don't break, the narcissist may not care and they may not, you know, break the no contact and contact you. Because here's the thing, here's the difference between you and the narcissist. You care and they don't, all right? And this is why you can never, ever win with a narcissist because as long as you care about the relationship, it's gonna hurt you more. This is why when people leave a relationship with a narcissist, you know, the victim is always hurting more than the narcissist because the victim is the one who cared about the relationship. The narcissist doesn't care unless the narcissist is missing out on something, not necessarily missing out on you, but missing out on what you had to offer that person, whether it's praise, whether it's money, whether it's sex, whether it's a place to live. You know, if that narcissist is not missing out on what you have or that narcissist can replace you, all right, this is what narcissists do. They replace you. If they have somebody that could fill that void in them, you know, whether it's sex, money, a place to live, somebody praising their ego, then they don't need you, okay? And this is the sad reality of it, all right? Narcissists can live without you if they have somebody that could fill what they fill that supply. That's why there's so much confusion when people say, well, narcissists need you. They need you. They don't need you if they could replace you with someone else filling them with the supply that they're after. Okay. This is why narcissists have so many options. 
Because, you know, if one thing doesn't work out, they got their backup plan. And when the narcissist was in a relationship with you, guess what? That narcissist wasn't putting all their eggs in the basket with you. They were probably contacting and talking to other people. They could have been having situationships on the side. They may, they may not. Some narcissists cheat and some don't, all right? A lot of them do. So keep that in mind. But most of them are going to be talking to other people that you don't know about on the side, and especially covert narcissists. They're very secretive. They don't let you know what they're doing. They don't let you know what they're thinking. And they have a, a totally secret life going on that you are not aware of, okay? Now, when we talk about mirroring the narcissist, okay? In other words, you're gonna give them the same toxic routine that they give you. Maybe they talk down to you, they call you names, they, they belittle you or something like that. Now, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you've gotta, number one, recognize what type of narcissist you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a malignant narcissist, you do not take them on toe-to-toe. And why is that? Because a malignant narcissist is dangerous, okay? You're putting yourself, you're putting your life in danger when you're dealing with a malignant narcissist when you try to mirror them. In other words, if they start calling you a bitch and using profanity at you and you start doing the same thing back at them, it's going to escalate. And that's where people get in a situation where they're calling cops, Okay, because you have two people going at it. You're going at it with a malignant narcissist and it gets to a point of physical violence or somebody calls the cops or something like that. That is the extent of toxicity, okay, where you're putting yourself and you're putting your life in danger. Never, ever mirror a malignant narcissist, okay? You have to kind of appease that narcissist till you can get out of there and you get out of there in silence without that narcissist knowing. Because if you tell the malignant narcissist that you're leaving them or something like that, that's when you are in the most danger, danger, okay? And you'll see this all the time on crime stories, 48 hours, dateline. It's exactly when the person tells the malignant narcissist, I'm out of here, I'm getting a divorce, I'm calling my divorce lawyer, and boom, that person ends up missing, okay? Never ever tell the malignant narcissist somebody who you're afraid of, somebody who has shown you signs of, you know, violence, all right? Punching a wall, pushing you, or anything like that. Never ever mirror them or try to take them on toe to toe, okay? Like I said, when you're dealing with somebody like that who could be violent, you have to kind of just appease them, make them think everything's okay, and then get the fuck out of there without them knowing. And then when you're in a safe haven, you know, that's it. You do what you have to do. Don't even try to antagonize them because you're only, you know, you, you still got to worry, even if you leave them, that they might come stalking you or try something. So it's always best to leave, you know, very quietly, be very quiet about it, and get out of there without them knowing, all right? So rule number one, never mirror the malignant narcissist. Now, when you try to mirror the covert narcissist, we know that covert narcissists are passive aggressive. They're going to fight you non-verbally, okay? They're going to smear you behind your back. They're going to talk to people about you behind your back. They're going to try to ruin your reputation. They're going to try to look like the good guy and make you look like you're crazy and reactive abuse and everything like that. Now, if you try the same type of tactic with a covert narcissist, let's say you're trying to get 
reactive abuse out of them. You're really trying to needle that covert narcissist. Covert narcissists are very good at staying in control, okay? In other words, very rarely will a a covert narcissist come out and, you know, take you on toe-to-toe. They may smirk, they may roll their eyes, they may walk out on you. This is what covert narcissists generally do when, you know, you really confront them. They're going to walk out on you. They're going to walk out stone cold in the middle of the conversation, won't even let you finish a sentence, won't validate anything you have to say. Their, their way of fighting is by, you know, freezing you out. That's why they're so cold. They freeze you out and then they go no contact with the silent treatment. Okay. So doing any kind of, re, you know, trying to mirror them and doing the same thing, that covert narcissist is, you know, you're not going to get the reaction that you expect out of them. They're just not going to deal with you. They're going to, you know, move on to somebody else and then they're going to just say you're crazy and everything like that. Like I said, they stay in control and covert narcissists always have, you know, their little flying monkeys on the side. Understand this. When you're dealing with a narcissist, narcissists can't stand alone. They always have enablers and that's their flying monkeys. That could be their family. Most of the time it's their family, okay, that may not like you or their friends or their coworkers or just anybody or their siblings, all right? And these flying monkeys are the ones that give that that narcissist that juice, that power, that fire that they come at you so strongly because they know they have people behind them that are backing them, all right? Because generally a narcissist is not going to come at you unless they they know that they got their supporters behind them and they feel justified because they need that validation. They need other people to say, oh, I don't know how you deal with her. or I don't know how you deal with them or, oh, what has she got you doing now? Or how do you put up with that? All of these things that these enablers, these tr- fire starters, these flying monkeys who are a lot of them are covert narcissists themselves that don't like you will fire up that narcissist and that narcissist that's why they come at you every which way okay because they feel validated by the outsiders but the thing is this you guys when you're dealing with somebody who's giving you the silent treatment or anything like that in in that case when you mirror them you could, you know, you can give them the silent treatment right back. And this is what a lot happens to a relationship when you have a covert narcissist up against another covert narcissist. And I have seen this, okay? I know people that are married that are covert narcissists and married to another covert narcissist where they go weeks without talking, all right? So the thing is, you know, when you try to mirror the covert narcissist and you do the same thing and you don't talk for like we, what's going to happen is you guys are going to be, you know, it's going to be a cold war for a while till somebody eventually breaks. Who's ever the weaker narcissist or the weaker person is going to break. Now, people sit here and they say, well, you know, when you do all these things, you become the narcissist yourself. All right. You're being a narcissist by mirroring them and giving it back to them. No, because what you're doing is you're, you know, you're showing somebody that they can't treat you a certain way. Okay. That if somebody is going to disrespect you, you know, you're not going to let them get away with it. 
But the way that you do it is not by mirroring them. It's by disengaging from them. Because when you mirror them, it's kind of like it's tit for tat. And then the thing is, it's just going to be one toxic relationship. That's when you see these people that are in these very toxic relationships where they're yelling all the time, they're fighting all the time, they're trying to take each other on toe-to-toe and everything like that. And also, when you engage in that that same behavior as the narcissist, that toxic behavior, maybe, you know, shouting over the other person, screaming, trying to intimidate them, or something like that, you are giving that narcissist supply. They know that they have affected your emotions. And that is that makes you look weak. Even though you know you're telling off that narcissist and everything like that, you're getting it out of your system, and you may feel better. In the end, that narcissist is sitting there laughing to themselves and saying, <laughs> I got to you. I was able to trigger you. I have the power to affect you and affect your emotions, okay? And this is what you don't want to give a narcissist because that's exactly what they want. They want control over you, control over your emotions. They want you codependent on them so that when you're codependent on them, you're always looking to them for some kind of validation or something where they'll say, oh yeah, no, you're right and this and that. The best thing you could do when you're dealing with a narcissist is to to be independent, okay? You don't need that narcissist. If the relationship ends, guess what? You're good. You're okay. You don't have to go looking for that narcissist. If they want to give you the silent treatment, goodbye. Good fucking luck, okay? Because you will not break if it's two days, five days, 10 weeks, or 10 years, because you are respecting yourself and you're not going to be controlled by that covert narcissist, if it's a covert narcissist that's doing that to you, to try to break you down. You don't have to go and mirror that covert narcissist. You just don't, you just don't lower yourself to their level. level. You disengage from them, you guys. And this is what it's all about. Because the thing is, you're trying to get a rise out of that narcissist. You're trying to show them that, hey, you're going to treat me a certain way. I'm going to treat you a certain way. But when you're dealing with a narcissist, they will never see it from your point of view. They will never acknowledge your feelings. They don't fucking care. I, I got to say this. I got to get a recording for a lot of these people that are sitting there crying over that narcissist. Okay. Stop fucking crying over somebody who's not crying over you, okay? I know that sounds hard, and I know it's, it's you know, you guys, it's tough love, all right? It's tough love. You know, not everybody in this world has a heart, and narcissists have no empathy. They don't care if you're hurting. They don't care if you're going through a hard time. They don't care. All they care about is themselves and what they can get, all right? You know, they're out for themselves and, you know, because of whatever trauma they went through, you know, we all went through fucking trauma, but when it comes to a narcissist, you know, you're going to pay for their trauma because uh, they're not going to give in to you because of their fucking pride. It's all about their pride, okay? And by the way, God looks down on the people that, that are filled with pride, okay? That's not something that, you know, 
you should be proud of and, and try to be, you know, a prideful person because when somebody's filled with pride, they are, they can't be humble. All right. You know, when we talk about, you know, the spiritual wor world and God, and I'm going to bring this all up. Okay. Because I'm a spiritual person and God is the only thing that has kept me grounded when I was on the bottom, you guys on the bottom. I had no support, no, no family support on my own with, you know, uh, disabled kids and everything like that. And it was, it was through the strength of God that got me through what I got through. So what I'm trying to tell you is this, you know, when you follow the principles of, you know, the way you should live, if you believe in, you know, God and you believe there's a certain way to live, then, you know, you will fly straight and that's how you usually stay out of trouble. But see, when you think you can just do what you want, like a narcissist, and, you know, you feel entitled, you can steal, you can cheat, you can lie and everything like that. What do you think happens to these people? You know what happens to these people? It catches up to them because when you spit in the wind, it comes back and it hits you in the face. And that's exactly what happens to these narcissists. But you may not see it right away. You will see it down the line. And I, I have seen it, you guys. I have seen it with, you know, who I was with. This person is going through a very tough time right now in their life. And it, it's just ironic when I heard about this person's troubles, I said, oh my gosh, there is a God out there because God does not like ugly, okay? When you live a certain way, it's gonna catch up to you and it could catch up to you later on. What happens is people get sick, things happen. You know, the narcissist is not always having that joyous life, you know, running from here, there and everywhere and, and living the high life, no. As you get older, you slow down. You don't have as many options as you had when you were younger, okay? Your physical health becomes weaker and everything else. And that's when these people will feel it, okay? A lot of them end up alone. The only narcissists that usually don't end up alone are narcissists that have money or narcissists that are with somebody who's very, very desperate just to have somebody, okay? So... Understand this, when, you, when you're dealing with these narcissists and everything like that, you can't win with them. You just can't win. The way you win is to not have them in your life because what these people are trying to do is they're trying to break you. They're trying to break your self-esteem. They're trying to rob you of who you are. They, they, they want that feeling of superiority over you. They put you down in order to make themselves feel better and they don't care about your feelings. And people have such a hard time understanding this. They say, I just don't understand. Why do they wanna hurt people? You know, when somebody's being that, why do they wanna hurt people? Because they're miserable themselves. And misery loves company. Nothing bothers a narcissist more than to see you doing well. It kills them. And what covert narcissists do all the time is they pretend to be happy for you. Oh, that's great. You got a raise. Oh, that's great. You're getting married. Oh, that's great. This or great that. But underneath, it's killing them. It's fucking killing them. Believe me when I tell you. And you will be able to see it in their face. When you tell a covert narcissist some good news that you have, just look at their face, you guys. The, the, the face is like, it's the mirror to their soul and you'll see on their face 
that it's killing them, okay? <laughs> Believe me, I've seen this face a million times, so I know it so well. So the thing is, you know, the whole point of the podcast was, you know, should you mirror the narcissist and what happens when you mirror the narcissist? What happens is you're going to aggravate the narcissist, but the narcissist really doesn't care because you're a replaceable person to them, all right? And you're only going to cause yourself more aggravation by going back and forth with that narcissist. That's aggravation that you don't need. Not only that, the narcissist is going to try to seek revenge on you, okay, for causing a narcissistic injury. They're going, however, they're going to try to hurt you. They're going to try to hurt you. They may use other people to hurt you or something like that. And you don't need that shit in your life. Walk away from mess. Walk away from it. Because when you mirror that, see, the problem is a lot of people too, they mirror them because they feel like, oh, well, you know, if the narcissist sees I give them a taste of their own medicine, maybe they'll stop. They're not going to stop. And they're not going to see your point of view. Okay. They're just going to look at it like you and look at you and, and say you're twice as crazy. Okay. They will never be in your corner. Period. Dot. End of fucking story. A narcissist is not your people. They're not in your corner. And the minute that you recognize any of those narcissistic traits, you got to stay away from these people. Or if you have to deal with them, you deal with them at a distance. Okay. This is how you deal with it, all right? And even God says this, you deal with these type of people that don't get it from a distance, all right? Because you're not going to make them see the light, all right? They're small-minded, they have tunnel vision, they only want to see what they want to see, and by mirroring the narcissist, what happens is you're going to cause yourself more aggravation that you don't need. If you've got to do that, if you find yourself at that point where you got to play the same games as the narcissist, that is your red flag right there. Ding, ding. I got to get the fuck out of this relationship, okay? I'm not dealing with this bullshit with this person. If I got to give this person bullshit back, then this is not my people. This is somebody that I don't need to be with, okay? So understand this, a healthy, see, a lot of people don't even know what a healthy relationship is. A healthy relationship is when you're able to be transparent with somebody, you know, you could ask them questions, you could talk and they're forthright and they're, they're not lying to you and they're not gaslighting you and telling you, I don't know what you're talking about, or I don't remember that, or that didn't happen or something like that. You're dealing with a direct person when you're dealing in a good, healthy relationship. When you're dealing with a toxic person, it's all about confusion, okay? Because they're going to confuse you to, you know, fuck with your head so that they could do what they want, all right? They they actually, they get off on this too, you guys. They get off on deceiving you because it makes them feel like they're, they're clever. They're smarter than you. They got one over on you. That's why a lot of them cheat too. They get off and knowing it's not even about just having sex with somebody else and fulfilling, you know, whatever, you know, fantasy or whatever they wanted to fill. They love the deception. Some people cheat just for the thrill of cheating, okay? Knowing something that you don't and smirking behind your back at the dinner table, knowing that they're cheating with somebody at the hotel when you think they're at work. 
they get off on that, okay? They think, oh, I'm so special. You know, I deceived her. She thinks I'm, uh, you know, I'm so loyal or something like that. All right? You're dealing with sick-minded people. Get away from this bullshit, okay? And, you know, don't bother mirroring them or anything like that. They are not worth it because you're wasting your time. You're wasting your life on a person that doesn't deserve any energy. You have to disengage, get away from it, and see it for what it is. Like I just had this woman on a post say, you know, I'm still hurting and everything like that. And I told her, you've got to give yourself time and you've got to educate yourself more on narcissism. Narcissism, I can't talk, you guys, because I've been running the whole day. Um, and I said, you will see it for what it is. You'll see this person for what they are. Write it down on a piece of paper, everything this person has done to you, okay? Look at it in black and white. This person lied here. This person didn't return my calls. This person ghosted me. This person dismisses me and, and ignores me or something like that. Write it down so you see it and you remind yourself Okay, and don't sit there and second guess yourself. The worst thing you could do is sit there and give somebody the benefit of the fucking doubt. Those are the people that are in toxic relationships. The people that always sit there and say, well, I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt. No, it's right there. It's right there. That is God's message to you that this person is shady. Okay, it's not adding up. It's not making sense. And you got to open your eyes and see it, because if you don't see it, then you're going to be wasting years, years of your life till it finally does explode. And then, you know, you really do see it and you've wasted five extra years of your life on somebody who doesn't deserve your time. Okay. So I hope that helps you guys. And if it does, because I'm losing my voice today, if it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast. Have a great day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you want to get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that the game exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link and also 
Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp one two three, and also on Instagram, the game exp one two three. Okay, and have a great day. Thank you.